My name's Alex, and in a couple days, my wife and I are having a baby. This is the first entry in an audio diary podcast I'm calling, Are You There, Pod? It's me, Dad. Every week, I'll recap the previous week in figuring this parenting stuff out in real time while calling up my friends that all had babies within the same month I did. So come with me as I figure out parenting on the fly. Ronnie here with a bit of information. I've hinted at it. It's happening. Celebrity organizer Tracy McCubbin, otherwise known as at Declutterfly on Instagram, excuse me, is coming on the show. Send us your questions to askrana at gmail.com. This could be my relatives a hoarder. This could be what do I do with my sweaters? Okay, you decide. My other little piece of information, but send them ASAP, please. Otherwise known as as soon as possible. My other little piece of information, you have until March 1st to sign up for the Matchbox of the AI Social Club. We had such a blast at our apres-ski-themed geeky the other night. I can't tell you. And the hats were so cute, not to mention they got a shaker this month. I mean, it's all happening in the club, so... Don't hesitate. Join us for the fabulous AI Social Club. That's AISocial.club. We can't wait. Kiss, kiss. Well, we're starting a little later than usual today. Rana hasn't chimed in yet. She's not here, so we're just waiting for her. But I'm going to go ahead and start. And I know I'm going to hear about it from Rana when she gets here. Anyway. What? What? Brian, do you, do you want to in- introduce uh, th- that I'm here as well? Oh, right. So Naomi at Paragon is um, here. I have a guest. I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I told Dante not to let you in. Well, and he did anyway because he doesn't really – he only listens to Rana, really. He doesn't even really listen to me. Right, right. You know, well, Dante and I are also really good friends. You know, we chat what? a lot. We text what are you talking stuff. About? So just yeah, – yeah, yeah. No, like, we're cool. So, you know, I was like, oh, great. I can't wait to see you, Dante. You know. I am a huge defender of Dante's on this show. Mm-hmm. And all I ask in return mm-hmm. – I'm like Joan Rivers or Chelsea Handler or anybody, really. I just ask for loyalty. Uh-huh. Okay. I yes. need people to stick with me when I've stuck with it. You know what? This is all going to get worked out when Rana comes because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not used yeah. to talking. I'm not used to talking to the guests like in a personal manner. I just do it on well, the show. Well, just un- unfettered. You know, you do need to be sort of uh, controlled, shaped, molded, you know, because like no, your own devices, I, it can get a little chaotic. I would say it gets chaotic when chaotic people are on the show. <laughs> Does that make sense? Um. I don't, I don't get it right now, but yeah. you know, I can see how you look. I get it. You're easily flustered, easily thrown. So, just um, why don't we just? Yeah, I mean, look, y'all. As you know, I'm happy to be here. I live for the carriage house and all right. things Rana. Well, I'm and, the one who lives you know, here. Yeah, thanks, Brian. You know, so I'm honored, and so this I'm is just very excited to come. I'm and honored. Hang out I'm with here every time. I'm honored. I'm here. And I can't <laughs> believe it every time. Okay, Dante, what's the ETA on Rana? Oh, uh, she's not coming. Uh, what? Wait, what? Yeah, she's she's not coming. She told you that and didn't tell me? And didn't even tell Naomi? 
you know what? Well, I don't know what to do then. I don't, I, there's absolutely no way I can go on unless no, unless no, no. Ronna you know what? We have to what? What? Well, first of all, Brian. Yeah. You know, I. You know, I, I've always said for years. I said I don't care what anyone else says. Uh-huh. You're a professional. And so I think this is one of those moments where it would just be great to step in to the professionalism mm. and the show must go on. I also think that, you know what? I wouldn't put it past Rana to be parent trapping us. She's parent trapped us. She's you know brought what, us Naomi? here to a Zoom and said, work it out. I'll say this. If you had not given me, because you're right, I am nothing except professional on this show. I would like to add that. Mm-hmm. Hearing a compliment from you, or from anyone, is really all I need to do to switch sides. Oh, so wow. now, now that you've given me something to work with, you know what I mean? I'm happy you're here. Well, you know what? I'm happy you're happy. And you know but- what? I know you're probably done talking about this. I'm so excited for your wedding. <laughs> Which I know Rana was invited. I'm coming. And... I- is that okay? I mean, it doesn't oh, really matter. No, 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 no. It's it's totally fine. You know, to me, you you know, I do see you as a package deal. I figure, all right, okay. well, if if you know, if Ron doesn't come, maybe Brian will be there. You know, I know you love a free meal. I'm so. nothing if not a freeloader. Everyone knows that. It's one of my charms. But Naomi, I was wondering because everyone's going to be asking, and I know what a fan you are. I was wondering for your first dance, which Taylor Swift song did you pick? <laughs> um, actually. We'll be dancing to this song that the one that's like, "Hi, I'm the problem. It's me." <laughs> I thought that would be great to just kick off a life together by acknowledging that it's all <laughs> my fault. I, you know what? Always start with a dig. Exactly. Always start with like anything that happens in this marriage. I hope that's in your vows. Is going to be my fault. <laughs> Honest to God. Okay, Naomi, we're going to do this. What was that? I was really hoping you weren't going to hear it. That was simply my daughter Mabel drinking water, and it can oh, just be so God hard for her. her. God bless her. It can be so her. hard for her tiny little nose, I guess. Now, Naomi, were you at our Opry Ski Key? I think you were. I have to be honest; I never pay attention, so I, I'm like, I'm only looking at the only square I look at when we do the Kiki is mine. Right, right, right. You don't even hear anyone else talking to you. That's why you're constantly talking over Connor McKee. He's I'm trying const- to get through a damn <laughs> you know drink, what? and you you're know what? just I over actually- here screaming. <laughs> You know what? You're right. I have noticed that I talk over Connor McKee, and I hope that's not like a gay hates gay situation. I hope it's not that I'm jealous of him. I actually adore Connor, but you're right. I do talk over him. And then when I'm not talking, I'm modeling. Do you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Yes. You're stealing posing. focus. You're stealing focus in every way possible. I mean, look, I'll tell you this right now. I'm drinking my coffee out of my Valentine's Kinto. Oh my god. Okay. Okay, this is we're the good. Screen grab of the century. I got to be honest with you. I'm real you're really I'm warming to you. This is really working. Yeah. You know what, Brian? It's so good that you're finally letting down all those walls and just realizing, you know where the power is. Absolutely. So welcome. Welcome Thank you. to this side because and I know I, you're attracted to a strong black woman in general, you know, Ron. Of course. <laughs> Eric Gibson. Myself. <laughs> You're right. Three out of three of those people are black. <laughs> those are just facts. Naomi, I hope your your career continue. The deepest part of me hopes you continue um, and actually become less successful because you're very successful. But I'm going to tell you that I wish only success for you in your marriage with your daughter and with your career. 
Thank you so much. You're and so I would welcome. say the feeling is mutual. I just cannot wait to see you soar to Thank new you. heights. To new Thank heights. you. I'm waiting for you to be the host of Dateline. Honey. Oh, do you know that that's like my dream job is to host Dateline? I think you'd be really good at it too. I and I too. think though, because I think what would be fun, I would actually like more of you sitting with people and talking to them. Do you know what I mean? Instead of just the interstitial setups, like you yes. can set it up and be serious in the studio, but then I actually want you sitting down being like, okay, how did you not see this coming? <laughs> I am dying to do that. And also Naomi, you know me that sometimes in the moment I panic a little bit and I just take whoever side I'm talking to. <laughs> You know what? I, or like, if I say something, Ron is like, I don't agree. I'm like, yeah, I don't either. I just like this because I get nervous. It's my so favorite would, thing about you, actually. I swear. When I'm God. listening and you just literally go, like, you literally be like, oh my God, I hate that thing. And Ron goes, I love it. And you're like, I know, I love it. <laughs> For sure. I panic. And I got to tell you, so if I was interviewing a murderer and they were like, I didn't do it, and I'm, I'd be like, of course you didn't. But then I would be talking. I mean, it would be, but I would be so curious. I love a dateline. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Now, absolutely. Naomi. Yes. I want everyone to understand that if anyone felt left out of being at the Opry Ski Key and you were not there for the most fun we've ever had, then you have today and tomorrow to get yourself signed up for the March box. You don't want to miss out. Do arsocial.club. And by the way, Naomi is a listen, I know she's like especially busy and stressed right now, but I gotta say, she's with us every month. I'm coming through. You guys, I'm telling you, there was no question for me about joining the Kiki. So it's, you know, I put it on my calendar. I try to clear my schedule whenever possible. If I miss, I watch the replay. I'm that person. I love the And Naomi, we were talking about how that's the only alcohol we have. Like the only alcohol (laughs) I have is the box that is sent to me, but it still feels so bougie. As everyone knows, I'm sort of in it. I'm dating, you know, I'm in the dating game. And anyone Mm -hmm. who comes over is like, fuck, are you a mixologist? And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I am. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. It's Thank a perfect you. way to just immediately impress someone and let them know that you are a man of quality. I taste. appreciate that. Now, I'm going to read some comments, Naomi. We love them. Jake Murdoch, 40, says, I couldn't find a style guide for the review, so I just – oh, here we go. We got we have stuck Naomi. I couldn't <laughs> find a style guide for the review, so I just have to wing it. I love the podcast. You will love it, too. So listen, Naomi – I have to say your 2.0 style guide was one for the books because I got to tell you, it is it is the last word on length, purpose, theme. How did you do this? Well, I'm going to tell you, like when I tell you, you know how sometimes you truly do feel like you are just touched by God? I was listening to a letter so damn long that I was moved to come to my computer. And I wrote it in an email. Like, it was literally just me going, and I, and like, absolutely the title was like, I'm not. For <laughs> that was the title of the email. That was the title. And I said, I can't, because I'm sitting here and they giving me information. They're like, so me and my friend, we were out to dinner and it was 57 degrees Fahrenheit. There was a touch <laughs> of chill in the air. So I did put on my sweater. And then she told me, so, no. You're totally right. You're totally, we don't need the weather. We don't need the weather report. We don't need if there's a car chase around the corner. Like we just need your problem. And as Naomi so astutely put it, we need a log line at the beginning about what you're going to say and then example. So I got to tell you, gay Teresa, all right, gay Teresa, (laughs) who was actually gay to the writer, but I thought his name was gay Teresa. 
I've always been a fan of advice columns, but since stumbling across the brilliance of this podcast, I can never go back to that one-dimensional format. Rana often gives voice to principles and ideas I've always felt but never been able to articulate, and Brian may just be the preeminent storyteller of our generation. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. I've laughed. I've cried. I've learned why some people steal towels from the gym, and I wish I hadn't. Five stars. Wonderful. Perfect. Perfect. Now, Naomi. How do you feel about the when we read the reviews on this podcast? Any notes there? Or th- th- those are those are pretty okay. Oh no, those are perfect. Those are okay. impeccable. I think people really come to the reviews right and people are very funny. Like again, someone for instance saying that their name is Gay Teresa. It's like, okay, you know the archives. You're That's deep right. in the mythology of the pod. You're part of the yes. community. And I love that. I love I, a little Easter egg for the friends. Me too. And you are also going to patreon.com slash askrana because Gay Teresa was one of the hits from there. Absolutely. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. I was like, who is this? Brian, because you be trying to go toe-to-toe with Cynthia DeBree Sweeney, acting like you know authors. And you know, be do you want to know something? <laughs> <laughs> there are times when I listen back to any of the book club ones or like the or long-form articles, I guess, and I'm like, Brian, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> They're right. They're like literary people. What are you doing? What do you think you're doing? And li- because I literally be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like bringing that energy all the way home. But see, I gotta say, I like it because you're giving me every man. You know what I mean? Like you are giving me the regular reader. You're giving me my level of literacy. So I appreciate like on Gay Teresa, Brana and Josh were like, "What?" When I was like, I was so disgusted by the end of this article. They were like, uh, okay. <laughs> You're a literary person, though. Not really. It's funny. You know, I used to read books. And now but then you, you moved to L.A. <laughs> for, that's always, the, that's what does it. That's what, there's no more trains. There's no more that, you know what yes, I mean? Yes, you cannot get me to read a book. It's a, L.A. is a literary killer. <laughs> Just not work out. Okay, I've got one more comment, then we're going to get into these fabulous questions. Jack Lem. Mm. says it's where we can just be us. I've never missed a single episode. This podcast is for former children with gifted minds who once experienced loneliness and self-blame and depression amidst the mediocrity of their peers can, as adults, feel the healing tonic of total trust that Rana is more intelligent than they. (laughs) I've listened with a broken heart, with pressing deadlines, with unplayed episodes of The Daily with Michael Barbaro. Piling up, Rana and Brian, are where those of us with taste, wit, and great advice can come to feel absolutely outdone. I'll love you for all my days. Genevieve Angelson, former oh! classmate of Dame Naomi Ekpera. You went to school together? We went to college together, Wesleyan University. She's also you, a New York gal. She is a New too. York gal. Yeah. I had no idea that you two went to college together. Yes, you know, she's younger than me. You know, she's, but I used to call her Genevieve. I called her Joie de Vivre. Because I said she kept me young. So I would call her joie de vivre. By the way, she fully does have a joie de vivre. She's active. She's out here. She's, she's giving model. She's, she's also give... got that magic thing. You know what I mean? Like, she's just, just like, there's something ethereal about her. I know. I think it's the red hair. I think I the think red right. hair, you know? I, I think and she's right. And she's truly, she's truly one of the greatest among us. And she's so, wonderful. I mean, another person who's out here, you know, booked, busy, blessed, working. I was going to say, she's like you. Always booked. You both are always, always, always working on something fabulous. Oh, my God. Wait, Brian, can I reveal something that's embarrassing? Okay, let me see you drink your Kinto. Because when I, I've been taking the entire top off to have my coffee because I don't understand what this middle section is. Oh, really? Like, oh, what's this, going on? you got to taste it from the middle section. So I take I'm not, off It doesn't the affect the taste. Part, take off the top. And then and- 
it, do you have the middle it, section on it? Yes, it's on. It's on tight. But like, is it open now? Do I just no, sip? No, just sip it. Just sip it. Okay, you guys, I did it. Wait. I didn't understand. I thought I had to like it is confusing the lever or something. I've never seen another thing like this, really. Well, because of course it's Rana, right? So it's like it's it's got clean lines. It's of like course. you can't really tell if it's open. So I kept fully un taking the, the entire the thing. two parts. Wait, Naomi, how was that experience just now? This do you prefer see- it to taking the whole, or do you do you like the old way? You know what? I have to get used to this because I was a little timid because I didn't know when it would come. I didn't know what it was going to, I didn't know when I would get the hot coffee. To you my don't lips. know if you're going to get like flooded or something. Exactly. But now that I know how it is, and it's actually just like a nice, you know, amount. It's not like I I tipped it and almost like spilled right. all over myself. I was going to say, and is. that is also helpful because when you tip it, if you accidentally knock it over, it like barely comes out at all. Sometimes not even. It's what we're obsessed with. This it's is what we love. Very, I don't know if the word, I don't know what the word is, but it's very like you can do that. It's very you can do that. Exactly. Absolutely. I take Nutrafol every single day because as Rana said, all a man has is his hair. I I sort of get it. I, I don't always understand what she's saying, but I will always agree with it. I use Nutrafol every day because I am in a preventative mode. I mean, this is Hollywood, baby. You know what I'm saying? And also, it's completely natural. It's not a bunch of chemicals mixed together. It's a really natural product. And if I'm going to take a hair supplement product, I want it not only to work for me, I also want it to be natural. So 80 million men and women in the U.S. experience thinning hair, yet it's still not openly talked about, which can make going through it feel scary and stressful. And that just adds to the problem. Do you know that stress actually does add to the problem of hair loss? Wild. Well, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage for men and women. Did you know that there are multiple causes of thinning hair? Nutrafol is the hair growth supplement that goes beyond genetics to target stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle factors that may be impacting your hair. Thinning is different for men and women. Nutrafol has multiple unique formulas for men and women to provide exactly what they need based on their biology and age. Every formula is physician formulated using natural medical-grade ingredients for reliable results without compromises. Plus, dig this. In clinical studies, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage, and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after six months. Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than three thousand top doctors. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. And I got to tell you, I actually have people, friends in my life text me like, does it actually work? I'm telling you, it does. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com, promo code Brian. Now, Naomi, I don't know how it works. Would you like to read some of these questions or would you like me to read them? Because I'm happy to read them or we can bounce back and forth. Well, Brian, you know, as a performer as well, as someone who understands the value of protecting your instrument, you know, you've just read all these reviews. Why don't I just take this first one, let you rest? I would love it. I would love it. Let you wet your whistle. Okay. Please do. Thank you. And also, you know what? It's nice after I wrote this guide to see who's coming through, to be here on the front lines of looking at a letter and saying, okay, did you understand the assignment? This is going to be 
possibly humiliating for some. Let's see what's going on. Let's, let's just see what's going on. Let's, okay? Yes. Dear Rana and Brian, an intrepid guest. Well, you know what? You're off, but who who are you to know? Okay. And by the way, and Rana's not here. Rana can go scratch as far. I'm so tired of carrying this show. <laughs> I'm so effing tired of it. Pull your weight, Rana. Look, you know if Rana's not here, it's because she's like in the lab coming up with 12 more coffees. For sure. Also, she's already in Prague. She's probably she, in a lab in Prague. Well, honey, you know she's. In, Okay, imagine. She's in a lab in Prague, wrapped in a legacy fur. My new favorite Getting a facelift. Completely. Legacy fur is so bad. (laughs) Truly, it drives me crazy every time she brings up how much she loves wearing her furs. It's so, it makes me nuts. But I gotta say, legacy fur is an expression for, if I were to get another tattoo, it would be legacy. (laughs) For sure. For sure. Okay, now, this writer I love you both so much. You're both so funny and so smart. And I wanted to say that one time in response to a question a young woman wrote about her sorority sister not being nice to her, Rana said this thing about how we are given the cards, we are dealt in life, and most of the time we feel bad when we try to compare ourselves to other people's lives. I am butchering her wise, not sage words, but that sentiment has meant a lot to me. You did butcher them, letter writer. I'm writing today because my closest friends have betrayed me. And even though I feel so deeply hurt, I don't think confrontation will do anything. And I hate confrontation anyways. All right. All right. That's that's our log line. That's our thesis. Okay. Yeah, that is great work. Yes. That's our thesis. Our, my yes. closest friends have betrayed me. I'm hurt, but I don't think, okay, well, it seems like you already have an answer, but I am now hooked because I need to know how you were betrayed. Well done, letter writer. No. A few months ago, I started seeing a girl. Maybe we can call her Ramona. Eh, I don't love it, but okay. Yeah. Who I met at a friend of a friend's party. I liked her more than I usually like people. (laughs) Relatable. (laughs) Completely relatable. (laughs) And we never got very serious, but for a minute, I really wanted to. A couple of weeks ago, things fizzled out and she ghosted me a little bit, but that was fine because honestly, I think we were both done with it. But two of my closest friends are also friends with Ramona. Honestly, I don't think they're that close friends with her, but they have a friend in common and all of us have hung out together a few times. When I was still seeing Ramona, my friend made a point of making it clear to me that she was, quote, both of our friends. That wrangled me. I think you mean wrangled, but that's fine. Yeah. Because this girl is one of my closest friends, and Ramona is just someone she knows a little bit. And I can say that from dating Ramona. She wouldn't consider my friend a close friend of hers. Okay. Layers and levels. Yeah, for sure. It's only been a week since Ramona and I stopped seeing each other. And today I went on to her Instagram stories, but that was on you. And saw that she had posted a photo. For sure. But that, I mean, listen, it's human nature to do something like I know, that. I know. But that really is like jumping into the cauldron. I mean, it, it, yeah, no one comes out better out of that. Exactly, exactly. It's like you, know you can't I mean? do it. It's literally swim at your own risk. Do not get in here if you've had diarrhea in the last 14 days. A hundred percent. Don't do it. Don't, Don't do, do it. it. Don't do it. Um, I went into her Instagram stories and saw that she had posted a photo booth picture of her with my two close friends and the girl who was their friend in common. They were all hanging out together last night. I think they were at my favorite bar, too. I guess this is going to sound like a silly problem, but I'm honestly so genuinely hurt. I have some pretty intense social insecurity, and this has really triggered it. I'm not saying that they have to, like, never see this girl again, but to see her while we're in the middle of this thing bugs me. I'm sure that they talked about me, and it just makes me so angry. I truly don't ever want to talk to these people again, but they are also two of my closest friends. I am afraid the only solution is to tell my friends how much they hurt my feelings, but I don't want to do that. 
For one thing, it sounds uncomfortable. And for another, I just don't know what I would get out of it. They're just going to say that they're allowed to be friends with both of us, which is technically true. <laughs> technically. Uh, is there another way out of this? Is there a way to get myself to just calm down about the whole thing? Or is what my friends did as shitty as it feels to me right now? Sorry for swearing, Rana. Well, don't worry. She's not here. She's just in the thank lab. And God, Rana. she's not here. She would stop being a snob in Eastern Europe. <laughs> thank you for everything. Please don't use my real name. Um, this person uh, is does identify as he, him, just to okay. clarify as we go through our journey, Brian. I got to tell you, Naomi, and maybe this is, I don't know what, I don't know what you call this. When we get a letter from a straight man, I, I, it knocks me over every time. Like, I I'm can't even shocked. believe it. I'm <laughs> always shocked. But then once I see that, I go, oh, that's why you butchered Ronner's words up top. You don't really be knowing much of nothing. You know what what do, you, do you know? That's true. Do you know your, uh, for couples therapy, Naomi and Andy's fantastic podcast, what is your makeup sexuality wise? Is it is mostly it, women, mostly yeah. women, and then a sprinkling of gay men, but yeah, even yeah, yeah. fewer, yeah, fewer than, okay. you know, than I would have expected. But would you my, say that hetero men are at the, at the cis men are at the bottom of that? Definitely. List? Definitely. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I don't I know what really podcast they listen to. <laughs> Like, they listen to the Joe Rogan experience. I'm kidding. Completely listen to Joe Rogan. And they also listen to um, Radio Lab. They love that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Stuff <laughs> like that. Like, they're, like, trying to learn lessons. You know what I mean? Like, they don't want, like, they don't want tea. They're trying to learn lessons so they can tell us what to do. <laughs> so I was listening to a podcast, and, you know, uh, it turns out that actually what you need to be doing, that's like, Completely. Great. That's their favorite thing to do. Dante <laughs> does it all the time. He's the one who told me that Rana wasn't here. Just like, they, <laughs> as if he had one over on me. <laughs> I don't need to learn from you, Dante. I would love uh, to tell you about some of these supplements Joe Rogan has. I'm just saying, <laughs> I think you'd be, I think you'd be really surprised at some of the legitimacy. I believe you. I absolutely believe you. Okay, you know, you know when Rana hears this, she's gonna scream at the fact that Dante's interjected. She's gonna. But scream. what is she gonna do? Yes, Dante. Dante. By the way, Dante, I've been trying to unionize for so long on this show, but mm. Dante's uh, Rana keeps saying that she's a union buster from way back. Oh, I know. So, that's my favorite. That's my favorite <laughs> running gag: is a union buster from way back. From way back, <laughs> she is not here for it. Don't worry, Dante. We're going to pull it together. Naomi, what do you think? Well, you know, this is one of those, those, this to me, more than anything, is a letter where you already have the answer, right? You've already said it. And the fact is, people can be friends with whoever they want. And it's not technically true. It is true. The essence, it is existentially true. Yeah. Not simply technically true. Yeah. Um, and I think especially with uh, gal pals, meaning these are a group of women and these gals are your really good friend, Right. Which I'm going to talk in the binary for a second. That is that is sort of remarkable that your closest friends are also women. As a, it seems like as a straight cis guy, I, it, maybe that's a terrible thing to say. No, but. I know. But now I'm even looking back because I'm like, okay, well, well, they don't really specify if all, so maybe, I don't know that's what true. the You're friends right. is. But the point is people can be friends. And what you're also telling me though is it never got really serious. And right. even though you wanted it to, it fizzled out, but you were fine because you were both done with it. So the way you're describing it to me is that it wasn't that deep of a relationship, which if that's the case, then your friends don't even know they are like triggering you in this way, right? Because it's like, okay, they, wanted to, they went on some dates for a couple of weeks and it didn't really pop off. And I got to say, what it sounds like to me, because you're right, Naomi, it wasn't that serious, but nothing, and everyone has experienced this, 
It's not a worse feeling than wanting someone more than they want you. And I yeah. don't mean to sound harsh, letter writer. Mm-hmm. I just mean you went on Ramona's stories after this short thing. Who among us, by the way? Right, like that, not. everyone does that. And you everyone are human. has done that. You Completely are human. Completely human. But I think probably your feelings are extra tender because you might have been rejected. That's mm-hmm. sort of what it sounds like happened. And so you might be extra sensitive about what Ramon is doing. And that might feel, what feels like a stab in the back to you, to them was probably like, I'm sure they're fine. But why would they invite you out with Ramona, you know? Exactly. Because it could just, and also I think we all have friends in that way where it's like, we have different friends for different things, different friends for different vibes. You know what I mean? Like Totally. You know, when, when I want to be guarded and vaguely uncomfortable, I ask you what you're doing, Brian. You know, when you sure, want to sure. go do tennis in the park, you don't ask yes. my black ass who doesn't like to move around or sweat in public. You know, we all have our friends for our things. And you're so, right. Different friends for different things. You're absolutely correct. So this could be what, you know, like this could have been, it's not like, I don't know if they were, um, you know, consciously trying to exclude you as much as it was like, oh, we were all talking about blank, blank, blank and decided to go here, here, here. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, it was like, oh, let's all get together and no one tell him. Yes. You know? I also, by the way, think what you could do if you did anything was to say, if you wanted to say anything, what I would do, because I think you're really raw and I think you just, you don't want to say anything that I wouldn't want to say anything that would bring up, I wouldn't want to say anything suspiciously or sort of like a gotcha thing, but you might want to say when you feel it, and maybe even when you don't, it's okay. By the way, I know you're hanging out with Ramona. It's fine. Like- no, no, Brian, I don't agree with that one. You that don't, feels, why not? That feels too um, passive-aggressive. Because if yeah. it comes out of nowhere, it's like, okay, why are you telling me something's fine when it hasn't even been a thing? You're right. It's the and opposite would, of fine. I would say this. You are correct. I would say this. In an honest way, try to check what your friendships are like currently with your friends. Like, has has it changed for you? Are they not mm. returning your calls? Are they not texting as much? Or are they not hanging out with you as much? Because if that isn't true, there's really nothing to worry about here. I mean, exactly. did your friends jump ship? If that's what happened, then that is very hurtful. Um, but it also just sort of sucks when someone you've had his. It does suck when someone you've had history with suddenly your close friends are fast friends with that person. It's sort of like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, we don't like it. We don't like that Ramona's over here, like, weaseling in. Okay, no. we don't. We don't. But at the same time, we can't control our friends' reactions to that. No. You know? Definitely, because like maybe you maybe you sort of felt like, hey, we dated and it didn't work out. I'd like to not see you again. In which case, you got to get off these IG stories, first of all. And this is for your first own good. First of all. But... I, I get I can get that feeling where it's like, oh, do I have to like deal with you now <laughs> or like see you or think of the situation after the fact? I get that that's frustrating and annoying and not what you planned or wanted, but it doesn't have to be a personal attack that your friends are interacting. And it's what you said, Brian, it's like, you know, unless you're reaching out to your friends and they're like not responding to you or being like, I'm busy. And then you see that they're hanging out with her. Then I think this could just be it. I think maybe then if also if you are feeling like, oh, I haven't seen my friends, you know, why don't you reach out to them and just say, hey, we guys want to grab dinner? Like, mm-hmm. get back in the mix. Maybe when you were dating Ramona, and maybe when it ended, you kind of isolated a little bit or got like deep into dating. You know how when people get in relationships, how they can kind of get, or like when they're oh, dating. Oh, for they're sure. All yeah. That. You get like, you like fall off the face of the earth. And I will also say that seeing your friends in person, if you haven't yet, relieves a lot of things because the dynamic mm-hmm. will probably be the same and everything will be okay. I just think you're really tender. You're really raw. It's full, fully understandable who wouldn't be. It's a tough situation. Mm-hmm. But um, 
But I, I think this will work itself out if you just try not to over, just do your best to be kind to yourself and not overthink this. Right, right. Think. You're going to be fine. You're in it. And I get it. You know, back when I was in my single days in New York City, I always said, let me, I lived in Harlem. I only dated men in outer boroughs. I said, once we're done, we're done. I never want to see you again. Okay, you ne- better live right. off the queue. Completely. Completely, yeah. If you're in another borough, and you, you will never see them again. That's actually very smart. I should start dating people in like Long Beach. <laughs> you have to make it cause at least to start. Do you know what I mean? Of course, you're if right. you like fall in love, it becomes a, a headache. And then in like a month, I'll move to Long Beach or something. <laughs> exactly. If it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> something but, like that. But like for casual dates, it's like okay, please go be away where I don't have to run into you when I'm getting coffee in the morning. I will also say this. And this hasn't happened since like high school or college, but there have been a few times when I've hung out with someone that a friend, a good friend has said to me, like, I don't want you hanging out with that person. Those friendships end fast. I mean, because- the fr- it's Meaning only- the one with the friend who said, don't do it. Yes, because it, because what happens is you start building up resentment against that person. And you, you sort of are like, for me, not maybe not resentment, but for me, it really is like, oh no, I don't need to be told who I can be friends right. with. And I'm not going to feel like I'm cheating on a friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, yeah, that idea of controlling. Yeah, and it's also like, yeah, it's a, it's again, it's it's a little immature, and it doesn't bode well for sort of any friendship going forward when someone is trying to control what you do in your off time. Now, if your friend wants to date Ramona, I would want that friend to like talk to me about it. Mm. But what do you? Th- but, okay, but I've always wondered that because I hear what you're saying. But do you not let people have a chance at love? Like, what do you like? No, do you, you do. Really- but I would say my first call. My first call would be to my friend and say, like, hey, so-and-so asked me on a date. I'd like to go. I just wanted to give you a heads up about it. Okay. Okay. I would. So it doesn't but, feel like you're, like, trying to be secretive or betraying. Right. And I say, yes, you're right. You're right. Well, look, you know your way around romance, Brian Safi. You're bi-coastal. You're taking I, lovers on every coast. You know what? You would think I, I, if I knew my way around romance, I probably wouldn't be dating. I probably <laughs> would be locked in. But, hey, <laughs> listen, I'm just here for the music, you know? <laughs> Beautiful gowns. Beautiful uh, gowns. <laughs> Good luck, letter writer. It'll it'll get better, I promise. Do you have any idea how much your subscriptions cost? Most people think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions. I have learned the hard way that I literally spend, spent hundreds of dollars. Everyone knows my famous tale about how I somehow was subscribed to a gym and a car magazine. I don't even remember signing up for these things, but I was getting charged and I could not get rid of them. Excuse me, enter rocket money. If you don't know exactly how much money you're spending every month, you need it. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one Place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they completely forgot about. Maybe it's a streaming service that you want that you use just to buy that one show on, or a free trial that you never even used and suddenly it turned into an actual paid subscription. Well, Rocket Money quickly and easily identifies your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying the ones you don't want. All you have to do is find the subscription you don't want and press cancel, and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. By the way, they even lowered my cell phone bill. Shocking. You don't have to deal with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. They just make it as easy as a click of a button. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. Stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash askrana. That's rocketmoney.com slash askrana. Rocketmoney.com slash askrana. 
You ready for the next one, Naomi? Yeah, I'm ready. Rana and Brian, an impeccable guest. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I have to warn you, Naomi, my feelings are going to change when we're done recording. That's how I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I understand because, you know, okay. Rana will come here and then you'll say, I've always hated her. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like once you're talking exactly. to her. So, I, you know, I get it, but I think just let's just enjoy this moment right now. Absolutely. Okay. Rana and Brian, an impeccable guest. I am writing to you from an anonymous email account. Oh, my God. <gasps> okay, baby. I'm going to take off my earrings for this. I am writing to, and I'm going to put on my gloves. <laughs> I am writing to you from an anonymous email account because I cannot risk being found out. <gasps> this is glamour. Okay. This is it. This is dynasty. This, this is, is Susan Lucci. This is all, 1985. It's all of these things. First of all, I love you both, both more than life itself. I simply can't get enough and listen to you twice weekly. Carriage house, excuse me. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I will try to make Naomi proud, no offense, Brian, by keeping this brief. It's okay. I'm not offended today. Brian, today, he's on my side. And That's right. right now, I'm on your side. I appreciate that. I have been with my partner for 20 years, and I've been secretly communicating with my ex the entire time. The Woo! entire time. Entire. Entire. 20 years. 20 years? 20 years. Talking to what person? <laughs> that is... What? See, I mean, see, this is why you get a burner email account because this is this is burner email account worthy. This is the stuff I got to tell you, Tyler Perry. But I have one question: Why did you get married? <laughs> I don't even mean that. We'll, we'll hear more right now. I am moderately happy in my marriage. Mm. Okay, we have all the things you want, but I can't stop holding a candle to the ex. Mm. We, I don't think that's the right expression. I think you hold the candle for. Yeah, okay. We don't communicate that often. Here and there, some flirtatious texts, maybe some G-rated photos. But every time I hear from them, I get charged up. Honestly, Mm. I think about them on most dates. We were together for less than a year when I was in my 20s. It was chaos and unhealthy. But I could never forget them. Mm. I moved on and they didn't necessarily. So there's always this potentially open door if I ever want to cross it. I feel guilty for the secrets but don't know if I can quit it. What should I do? P.S. I follow you on Instagram and all the accounts. I rate five stars. I do all the things, which by the way, a reminder, five stars, five stars only. Rate, review, subscribe. You can do it every single time you listen. But also I'm dancing right now because let me tell you, this is the gold standard of emails. I got to say- This is the gold standard. Six. You're glowing, Naomi. Juicy. Okay, I'm going to take a couple details, but quite honestly, this is enough here. This is enough here because you've given me how long you're in the current relationship, how you feel about the current relationship, and the nature of the communication. You've given me what I needed. And Brian, you know, y'all, this is, I want to say four sentences, then a thick paragraph, and we're out. We're done. And we're out. And all we we are now You have made me proud, even though you're doing something wild right now. And I got to say- I paused so many times in that email because it was that good. I was like literally jaw agape this entire time. And every sentence, even though you're right, Naomi, it was a short letter. Every sentence had such juice to it. Like juice. everything mattered. Yeah. Yeah, Very yeah, impressive. yeah. And it's and it's also like, I mean, this. what should I do? I mean, <laughs> my God, we should just kick our feet up and answer this for the next hour. Honest to God, we probably could. This is a lot. Brian, what it's, are your thoughts? Okay, I have a... I have sort of differing thoughts, but let's see if I can keep them in some sort of order. 
first of all, first of all, the, the negative news, possibly. People always say, for instance, that New York was better 20 years ago, 30 years ago, <laughs> whatever, because they were young. Yeah. Because they had fun when they were young, because they were sexy when they were young, yeah. because they were stay out all night when they were young. Because they would they had no fight responsibilities. And make up, no responsibility. That's the you best were, time in your life. You love completely. everything when there's nothing else to do. You could absolutely go do anything you wanted, spend every dime and not care if you were broke, and just be a fucking whore. And it was fabulous, you know? Yeah. And, and truly, some of the best times are like that. And also, when you're dating in your 20s, honey, that's like peak unhealthy, peak fighting. And looking back on it, it's Daniel Steele. You love it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> but I got to say, so I would say if you just think about it from that lens of like, well, yeah, you had a hot time in your 20s and that person reached out to you and you've been in a marriage for 20 years hot like that's exciting <laughs> to get a little thrill on the side like that that as you said it it's completely g-rated now i what would you do and this is not the question i'm just curious what would you do if you found out that andy has i, I don't even have to put it in those terms what no would no you, you could okay. it would be it would be over for me but you know why because i got okay. my own money so right. i will leave a bitch in a heartbeat okay <laughs> i'm not somebody who is gonna hold on to the granted yes what do we do about all of our animal children but right. other than that it's like to me it's that's not okay and totally. i think that particularly and this is where as you said not only is like you look back on your 20s but also i wonder if when you talk about being moderately happy in your current relationship how happy can you let yourself be when you got one little one little thumb texting your ex? It doesn't allow you to be all in in your situation when you are holding that candle. Trust me, there are people I think about from my past. Certainly people where I'm like, oh, he was such a nice guy. Or, oh, I wonder. But I'll tell you this. I do not. I do not even look at these people's Instagrams. I do not search them on the Internet. I'm not trying to stoke those flames. You know what I mean? And also, you got to think about what you miss here is it the sex because that is not worth for instance writing your husband for probably um and also you didn't mention if you had a family i'm not sure if you do Mm -hmm. not that i care and (laughs) also do you miss the attention i mean really think about what it is that you miss about this person do you miss the drama well there's also a look again too andy and i have been together our wedding will be our 13th anniversary. That's why we're calling it a lo- hashtag lovers bar mitzvah. Um, our relationship is a grown man. Um, <laughs> but I know, but 13 years is a long time. 20 years is a long time. And again, this is the, and this is what can make this, make this tricky. If they were just starting to text this person now, I would say, oh, this is a product of perhaps feeling bored, wanting Boredom. some attention and excitement. Right. But because you've been texting them all along, we can't say that that's what this is. I know. That's the difference. Because I'm like, yeah, you can be with somebody. He's like, I want some fun. I want Again, I want to pretend I'm 20 again. I want to think about when life was real easy. And all I, all I had to do was like make it home in one piece. And that was a successful night. But that's different. That's not what this is. The windswept part of me wants to say like, go figure it out. Go give it a shot. Which is <laughs> disgusting. It's atrocious. I know that. I just don't know what you want from this. Do you want to leave? You didn't mention, do you want to leave your husband? Do you want to hook up with this guy or go on a date with him? Or maybe, 
I don't know. Have you ever thought that maybe this is enough to keep things exciting? Ugh. Well, this is my, this is my question because when we because well because here's right they're saying like I feel my I feel guilty for the secrets but don't know if I can quit. What should I do? Meaning, should I continue to do this texting and flirting or should I not? I don't think I can. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, well, if you don't think you can, you probably can't because you're like. You have to be willing, right? You have to w- be willing to go cold turkey. And you're not right now. Um, right. But I do think that this question And actually, of, when you put it that way, Naomi, when you recapped it that way, I think you should stop talking to him. Well, this is what I think, and this is the question. And here's the thing. You may stop talking to him, and I don't, again, you say you don't communicate that often. I don't know what that often is. Is that, okay, okay, maybe maybe I could use a couple more details. I don't know. But we're saying, are we talking <laughs> once a month? Are we talking just high holy days? What are we, when are we engaging in flirting? Because what I wonder is, if you stop talking to this person for six months even, and again, I don't know, will you, will you realize, oh, well, maybe my marriage isn't everything I want it to be? Wait and I need to step away from this person. It doesn't mean I need to get with the guy from when I was 20, but it means that I have been distracting myself and band-aiding over not being that satisfied. Wait a minute. What I think it? you are dead on. I I truly believe let this thing go for a while. Go cold turkey and see if it's something that you even need. Because maybe after 20 years of marriage, the solution is like, you need to go on dates with your husband. Yeah. I doubt you do. I mean, 20 <laughs> years. You know what I mean? At that point, it's it's like the most romantic thing that happens is like, oh, no, I'll get the door for the takeout. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, that's like where, where the, 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 all the chivalry is. I agree. I think if you are able to step away with this from this for a few months. And by the way. I don't know what this guy's single or what his deal is, but you just you could just say like Well, they're saying that they that they um sorry, oh, they didn't necessarily move on. So there's always this potentially open door if I ever want to cross it. Right. So that's something different too. Like it's like there's one like you're flirting with somebody who are they have they been single for 20 whole years? In which case, I actually don't like what you're doing to them. I would like you to leave them alone so they can stop thinking about you and get out in these streets and find some love. Completely. And in which case, why do you think they've been single for 20 years? Mm. Other than the fact that maybe they've been attached to you. What? I mean, I don't know. You said this person was toxic and unhealthy. <laughs> Has that been their pattern for 20 years with right. other people? Right. Exactly. Exactly. I think I think you got to stop this for at least six months. And I, and I think that when you do, it will clarify what you're actually missing. Is it, oh, I want to talk to him or, oh, I want to, I want, um, to feel special. Oh, I, oh, I want attention. Oh, I'm yeah. bored. Oh, my, my marriage is not satisfying. You know, like these are all things that when you kind of kick this distraction, you might be able to assess a bit better. Because um, I think after the six months, potentially you could talk to your husband about like a trial separation or, you know what I mean? Who knows? There are steps or to this therapy. Thing. And I don't mean my podcast. Or couples therapy. I mean, going to the actual thing and, you know, maybe this is, I'm not saying to talk about, to admit this, but just to say like, Hey, I'm feeling, we need to spice it up. We need yeah. to spice it. I'm feeling moderately happy and I don't want to <laughs> feel moderately happy. You know, Can you, I would be devastated and I'm not accusing this letter writer of anything. I would be devastated if I looked at someone and said, how do you feel about the, this relationship? And they said, I'm moderately happy. I would be like, okay, I got to step something up. 
I know. This is I that's know. not the words I wanted. Exactly. Exactly. I don't want to hear about a white moderate. I don't want to hear you moderately happy. I don't want you political. Any of it, okay? This is a message to everyone on dating apps. When you put your political beliefs are moderate, I want you to know that I read that as conservative. Exactly. Because it's crazy. (laughs) It's insane that you would do that. It's so true. So everybody knows. It's so true. Now, now, uh, Naomi, we have two separate ones. One is about a dog custody, and one is about um, a, a, a no. Those are our two cliffhanger options, Bry. Right? Because oh, the next one is a lactate. No, I know, but there was an alt. Oh, is we that can do the lactate or the shared dog custody. Which oh, sorry. So let, I'll let no, you no, no, teed up good. again. Just do it again. Sorry. Which would you rather do? Okay. Um, now, Naomi, we have two options for this last question. Mm-hmm. One is someone who needs to start drinking lactate, basically. And another, <laughs> or it's a friend who needs to start drinking lactate. And another one is about a shared dog custody dilemma. Which, which are you feeling, do you think? You know what? I think that. Knowing you, your life, I think shared dog custody is where it's at. Even though lactate could also be applicable to you, too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so regular, I have to be honest. I really am. That's so good. Stop bragging. Then let's do... I love it. I Truly, I I feel blessed every time I (laughs) sit. Now, (laughs) Naomi, would you like to read the shared dog custody? Yes, I would. Fabulous. Okay. All right. Dear Ron and Brian, and Naomi. And Naomi. Naomi E. (laughs) I absolutely love you both, and I'm a proud Carriage House all-access pass holder. Okay. I'm writing because I'm sharing a senior rescue dog with my ex-boyfriend, and I'm struggling to balance our relationship as dog parents with lingering post-breakup feelings. I'm a 33-year-old gay man living in a large Canadian city. It's like, why be vague? There are only three of them. (laughs) (laughs) So true. (laughs) Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal. Done. Um, and if you live in Calgary, I'm sorry, that's not a large Canadian city. It does not count. It does does not count. count. Sorry. It's beautiful. Beautiful. It has all the offerings, but we're not in that large city. No. I'm a 33-year-old gay man living in a large Canadian city, and my ex, 29, and I broke up one year ago. We lived together and adopted a rescue dog together, who I'll call Harvey to protect his identity. (laughs) I (laughs) love love it. Harvey's a very cute name, actually. It is. Harvey is about 12 years old, and despite a few health issues and being on painkillers twice a day, he's doing well for his age. Mm. All right. When my ex and I broke up, let's call him Daniel, sure, we had agreed to share the dog based on work schedules so that he's not left at home alone all the time. This Mm. means I typically have Harvey during the week while Daniel takes him on weekends. So you're (laughs) the owner of this dog. Thank you. I mean. (laughs) You're doing a lot. That's right. This worked well for about four months. Mm Mm-hmm. Up until June, we had maintained a friendly relationship, but that all came crashing down the week of pride. I am here for this gay letter. I got to be honest with you. I can't wait to hear what happened. I love love a relationship ending at pride. That's fabulous. What doesn't come crashing down at pride? (laughs) Everything, including dignity. Knowing Daniel would want to enjoy at least a night of pride without the responsibility of watching Harvey, we agreed to adjust the schedule. While negotiating this, Daniel was dictating things like, 
well, you get every weekend off, so I should get the whole Pride weekend. And throwing things in my face like, you go out on nights, you have the dog anyway. Intel he gathered from Instagram. Gross. I seethed, th- I seethed through the conversation, but we eventually came to an agreement for the weekend. Now, I know this is getting long, but there are some other important and juicy details. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm okay with, with the structure so far. Uh-huh. How are you feeling? I, I'm looking at a lot of paragraphs coming yeah. up. And so, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I Jury's I mean? out. <laughs> Jury's out. Jury might be hung. Okay? Get it. <clears throat> okay. Firstly, around this time, I had been on two dates with someone in the same queer running club as Daniel. When Daniel found out, he behaved extremely poorly, introducing himself by saying, you must be my ex's new man. Photobombing Instagram pictures he was in knowing I'd see them, etc. So needless to say, there was no third date. Then that same week. Oh my God, what an animal. I know, Daniel's being so childish. Yes. Then that same week, Daniel posted something about sleeping with two of his ex's friends on an alt Twitter account. I could not figure out who these friends could possibly be, so I had assumed he was embellishing. But I was absolutely furious he'd be this spiteful towards me. Yeah, this is like QAnon behavior. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on. With all of this happening in the background, I went to drop off the dog for pride, and I let him have it about using my social media against me, the way he behaved with my date, and the Twitter post. It turns out— I love the expression, I dropped off my dog for pride. (laughs) (laughs) The dog was like, you— you two work this out. I am going to the parade, honey. Okay? Okay, you know what? The dog is Rana, and we are Daniel and the writer. Completely. Okay, that's what's happened. Yeah. Now, it turns out that the Twitter post was not about me, but rather Paul the dog walker, who is also in this queer running club. There's too much. There's too this much. Is, oh, I love every level of this. Daniel and I had been in an open relationship and Paul was one of his regular sex partners who he assured me he was not interested in dating when we were together. Turns out they had tried and failed to have a relationship immediately after we broke up. With this newfound slap in the face, I left Daniel's apartment and blocked him on every social media platform on my walk home. I love someone thinking like, no, 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 it wasn't that. Let me tell you what it was. It'll make you feel better. And it's absolutely so much worse. (laughs) I'm also imagining, like, the sounds and music of pride as someone walks alone blocking someone on every social media platform. That is actually a beautiful image. That's a great I, – I truly – that should be in some sort of, like, gigantic comedy or something. Absolutely. Yes. Fast forward to now. It's been eight months, and it's been almost a full year since we broke up. Since that day, Daniel and I have limited communications to strictly dog business, and I have never received any sort of apology for his behavior. This Valentine's Day, so very recent, I got a text from Daniel offering to talk through any lingering feelings we may have as we come up to the milestone of our breakup. Oh, Lord. Jesus. I told him I'd spent the better part of the year thinking that ship had sailed after the shenanigans last Pride. <laughs> shenanigans last Pride shenanigans is also last a nice. Pride. That's it. a good book title. Absolutely. He admitted it was a huge mistake on his part and would respect whatever I was comfortable with. I felt the timing of this was in poor taste, and after a bit of internet sleuthing, determined he'd been with a new boyfriend for Valentine's that same day he messaged me. Many of Daniel's actions have been very painful to me, and something about this doesn't feel right. Oh, you just can't put your finger on it? <laughs> <laughs> is that what this is? You just, you're just, you just have a feeling that something might be off. wrong? 
Because we share Harvey, I'm tempted to see if we can create some sort of friendly relationship again. Harvey is old. I can foresee the day in the not-so-distant future where splitting him between homes is not possible. And we'll also have to make some tough decisions when we approach the end of his life. On one hand, I'd like to have a better relationship with Daniel before dealing with these things. But on the other, I'm not sure it's worth reopening the wounds. I know I don't want him back in my life like he was before. Should I hear him out and try to salvage the relationship or leave the door closed and keep things practical? Thank you so much for taking the time with my letter. I'm truly desperate and at the end of my rope. Look forward to your wisened advice. Yes, honey. The dog father. He, him. Should I hear him out and try to salvage the relationship or leave the door closed and keep things practical? You should not hear him out. This person has not changed. We're talking a week ago? Yeah. From when yeah. Naomi and I are recording this? Yeah. That this guy said he wanted you back? Am I am I getting that? Not that want you back, but like, let's have a conversation about what, let's clear the air coming up to the one-year milestone. Meanwhile, they already had a, had or were in the midst of having a Valentine's Day date with their current partner. Not it's to like, mention, what are you even doing? clear the air that you're the one who fogged it all up. <laughs> I have nothing to clear with you. The air could have been clear. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm not yeah. saying you should actively hate anybody. Listen, but the, here's the thing, because as Naomi knows, I do have a shared dog custody situation. However, Derek is really Sherman's, like, he is the one who asked Sherman. Mm-hmm. I get I get to see Sherman, well, it's similar, sort of. I get to see Sherman on the weekends and when Derek's out of town and that sort of thing. And I'm sure I could have him probably whenever I wanted. The difference is Derek and I were grown-ass men when we broke up. And there was mm-hmm. absolutely none of this. We broke up as, and I'm not saying, sometimes it's impossible to break up as friends. And I, I think that actually was probably the case with you. But we did. It was just different. We broke up as friends and like every, we, we're, we're so cool with each other. It's not even a thing. But- as far as I'm concerned, Harvey is your dog. And so yeah. what you need if to you've do- you've got him five days a week, he's Five <laughs> days a week. And this guy can't even take him on weekends that aren't that, that are too important to him to give up. So as far as I'm concerned, Harvey is your dog. Now, if you were to sever this relationship, I would say you, if you want, could take full care of the dog. I would also say, though, if that is not convenient for you, I don't know- I don't know. Maybe you should try to figure something out with him. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I think here's, I think, I th- I agree with you in that this needs to be limited to dog related business. Comp- only, exclusively. It's l- exclusively. I also think this is actually back to what I, we said to our very first letter writer. No more social media. Meaning don't look at his stories. Don't look at yep. his alt Twitter account. Yep. You need as little fuel for your anger as possible. And when you get this information and you're getting it in bits and pieces, like literally when you were like, did he sleep with somebody? And then the answer was way worse, which is actually, no, I was actually with the person I told you I didn't want to be with when we were together. We were in a relationship. (laughs) It's like, no, like you don't need to know anything about his life. I think that's going to keep it a lot cleaner and for you to just deal with him on a dog level. And I think that, you know, and again, and you're talking to somebody with a dog, two cats, uh, elderly animals i understand that feeling where you're like okay this is this is going to change and this animal gets older but this is you're the one primarily caring for the animal i would be curious as to how much daniel helps financially because i know honey these animals are expensive so like when harvey you know needs his medications is he is he paying are you splitting it because that's you know that's that to me it's almost like i don't even want to hear your mouth you can just venmo me for harvey's needs every two weeks Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) for sure um 
drop him off at a McDonald's. And then, you know what I mean? Like you could do it <laughs> or at a police station. You could do right. it that way. Okay. We meet at the church on the exactly. steps. We have supervised exactly. visitation. Correct. Supervised drop off. But I'm like, you, I think you could, you can do that and just sort of, you know, and to have some more flexibility in your life, then, you know, maybe it is sort of, Paying for a dog sitter for certain weekends or nights. I think that's or a good something. way to approach it. And I would also say, like, do not engage with this person unless it's about the dog, if that is what is most convenient for you. I also yeah. think that if what's most convenient for you is to just shut this person out, the dog is yours, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I know that that might get messy, but that's how I feel. Also, what, why on earth would you ever want to get this? Is someone who I think is even potentially dangerous, and maybe I'm overstating that. This is someone who, when you broke up, got in another relationship, and even still did a full smear campaign against you. Like, or attempted to. Well, but not that, but also, like, got with, but they said about hooking up with two of his ex's friends. Yes. But it wasn't him. It was another guy. It was another guy, and then also- who he slept with, so I go, well, he's not good to anybody. Walking up to someone at your running club. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. photobombing them. I mean, that is, like, psychotic yeah. behavior. Yeah, 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 You're must be my ex's new man. It's like, yeah, that's disgusting. Get out of here. Yeah. That's so disrespectful. That That is also what it is. This person has absolutely no respect for you mm. and just wants to win. Really yeah. just wants to be cool even when they behave badly. Yep. I have yep, yep, no yep. time for people like that in my life anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think you owe him anything. And I think you keep it practical and don't worry so much about the future of Harvey because, look, you got Harvey five times a damn day anyway. If Harvey takes ill, you get him the other two days. Absolutely. That's just how, like, there's no question of like, well, what are we going to do? This is your, as Brian said, this is your dog in terms of just a time spent. And Completely. so that is, that'll be fine. And then, and then you get a, you get a text and then if something were to happen, you text him and you're just like, Hey, Harvey's not looking good. If you would like to come visit him, I will, you know, you can come by and I'll give you some time alone with him or something like that. You know what I mean? Like there's ways you yes. do this without being his friend again. Not to mention, and this is getting real personal. He essentially called you when you go out every now and then a bad father. Mm. That is shitty. And that would get anyone's hackles up. But I know there's a difference between a dog and a child. I get it. However, essentially what he's saying is you're irresponsible and you don't care about the animal enough to give up your life for it. It is okay that you go out. I mean, listen, I wouldn't leave the dog alone all the time. Then why have a dog? But it doesn't sound like you're doing that. Well, no, but also he was doing that because basically he was like, what he wanted was to be able to have all pride free to be naked in the streets till 5 a.m. You're right. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm like, you can still party and have a dog, but not if you're trying to go so hard that you don't plan to come home. Now, listen, it's say we want to just do all business with this uh, with this guy in terms of the dog. Do you say something to him like, hey, I really just... Uh, I, I wish you well. I really just want to keep this about the dog and make this transactional. Or do you just do that? Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, sometimes I wonder if it's worth having, like, not even a conversation, a text about it that you don't even have to respond to. Well, I don't or, think so, because think about this. When when he got the text from Daniel, he said, he was like, that ship has sailed after last time. And Daniel said he would respect whatever our writer was comfortable with. So I think you don't need a whole big explanation to him. It's I think like, you're right. I, you know, I think I think he was pretty clear of like, yeah, you were kind of out of bounds. And so I have kind of, I'm not that deeply trying to have conversations with you. And it's because, a little bit like when someone does something shitty and said, well, I said, I'm sorry, you know? 
Like, yeah, that's not, <laughs> that's not it. But then also, too, I think you can even also speak your piece to someone and it doesn't mean that they will change who they are. No. So, again, this may just not be a relationship where you um, get to when you guys are friends. Also, I'm so sorry. I, you and I missed something huge. And this is something that Rana and the listeners, the ex, this ex who's doing shenanigans is 29 years old. How did we forget about that? 29. Because I got to tell you, this is, and I will say this, this is going to happen again. If you make up with this guy or whatever, if you have a build a relationship with this person again, even as friends, this is going to happen again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Listen, I, I think all of us at one point have been so upset that we just, someone made us really angry, hurt us, create... I don't do any of this shit, even on my worst day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's a special kind of person who sort of does that with someone, someone's dating and photo bombs and all, and then is in another relationship. It's a special kind of person. And that person, by the way, is not suddenly it's, it, it will happen again is my point. Yeah. 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 There's no, my point is too, like also pointing out him being 20. I was like, he just may not be a good friend period. Right. Like this is just a selfish person. Selfish. You know, we talk about like, Oh, well let's be friends. And there are a lot of people you realize you, they were only nice to you because they got to be inside you. Okay. There are people where once you take that out of the equa- equation, they ain't that cool no more. You're completely right. <laughs> he, he may not be friend material. He really may not be friend material. It does not sound at all like he is. I think that is dead on. Good All luck right. to you, letter writer. You d- you don't deserve this, and you Harvey don't. doesn't deserve this. Send us a picture of Harvey. Dying we would like to, to see, see a picture Harv. of Harvey. Yes, while he's alive, I would like a picture. I don't need like a <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. post mortem. Yeah, no. Naomi, Brian, I'm going to tell you a little bit about this show. So at the end of it, we um, recap the three letters, mm-hmm. and we send mm-hmm. a little something special to one of the letter writers. So. Should we send something to this shared dog custody dilemma mm-hmm. person, and obviously the person who is not the ex, do we send something to someone who is still holding a candle for the ex in a moderately good marriage, moderately happy marriage, <laughs> or do we send something to this uh, Ramona's, the person who w- was dating Ramona and now the friends are into Ramona? This is a tough one. This is a tough one. Who needs to be lifted? Who needs their spirits lifted the most of this trio? I'm going to, God, these are, this is, a, as Rana would say, this is a sad bunch of people. <laughs> Dude, right. So we've got the person who's like, oh my God, my friends betrayed me. I'm going to take that one off the table for myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even though I understand that they're hurting and I feel badly for them. Okay, and then we have the person. I think I might go. I the moderately happy marriage. Interesting. I think I might go for the dog. I was okay. I was gonna say I'm going for the dog. I'm going for the dog one. I'm going for the dog one because this ex has done you dirty quite a few times, and you could just use a treat to remember that you are enough. And that you were wonderful because you got somebody in your life who kind of messing with your head in that regard. And also having an aging pet is always a tough, a tough situation. People are going to get mad, but I'm going to say the Palo Santo candle. I just am going to say it. You love a Palo Santo candle. It's clearing. Or, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say that. I was going to also say some dried sage, but Rana wouldn't want to send that. No, 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 no. We're not sending sage, Brian. 
Do you have anything else? Do you like the Palo Santo idea? Do you want, do you have, um... You know, I would just like something that the dog could also avail themselves of. Can we send them a gold belly or something? We could send them a gold belly and you know what else we could send actually? Uh, This is what we're going to send. Rana loves the Aesop dog shampoo. Ooh, yes. It is luxurious. Yes. That's what we're going to do. That's and by the love. way, it smells so good. Well, we love that. And we also so love- So if you wanted to get in the bath with your dog, that's entirely possible. <laughs> well, I just like the idea that then when this ex comes in the weekends, it's like, why does my dog smell stunning? And it's Rich. like- Because yes. I raised him. You know what I mean? Like, it's really saying, like, this is what we do in this house. That's what we're getting them. The Aesop- Have your weekend with your shitty dad. It's very divorced dad energy. Weekend dads are just like eating pizza over the sink. You know what we're going to do? Fuck it. You're going to get the resurrection hand soap from Aesop and <laughs> the dog shampoo. Wow. One wow. for you, one for me. Yeah, We love that. We love that. And I want that. you to feel decadence. cleansed and fancy. Yes, I want you and to I wash that man right out of your hair. Absolutely wash that man right out of your hair. <laughs> Into this. Okay, Naomi, c- can you stick around for the cliffhanger? Absolutely. You know I'm here for it. Because here's the thing. That. This is a one trouble. When I am on an episode, I don't get to listen to that episode. Right? So that's right. what can be very tr- Oh, because you don't want to. Yeah. I'm like, I, I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, of I course. I don't hear my voice. So I got to be here for the cliff because then yeah. I'm listening to that page. You know what I mean? Like, that's Completely. what I'm in for. So yeah, Yes. Yeah. And then you can hear how Ron and I answer it. Yeah. Yeah. This is a, this is a good format. Okay. Here's the cliffhanger. Dear astonishing Mrs. Glickman, <laughs> sensational Mr. Safi, and miraculous guest- Naomi Ekparrigan. Thank you. I find myself with the dilemma that only the two of you plus your illustrious guest, who have gotten me through the pandemic with enlightened advice and wonderful entertainment, can help me with. Mm-hmm. For the three years, it's years, <laughs> but they condensed it to YRS. For the three years prior to the pandemic, I dated a gentleman 15 years my senior who I got along with. Okay, you know what? <laughs> A-L-O-U-N-G instead of a long. I, I know you didn't read this. I was like, is this some new British spelling I don't know about? Adding <laughs> used to a long. A long. Exactly. <laughs> when you go to England, make sure to say it that way. <laughs> Let's take a walk along in the Thames. <laughs> I dated a gentleman 15 years my senior who I got along with, well with, but who had an anger problem and is a hardcore narcissist. You go okay. along with this person. <laughs> On four to five occasions, he <laughs> burst out into fits of anger in public, usually in restaurants or bars and would scream at me over something Mm. menial that I had said. Mm. He would turn on a dime in a conversation, and it would be horrific with him yelling and everyone staring at me and just trying to calm the situation down or get him out of the public area, usually with tears streaming down my face. Oh, my Lord. The verbal abuse of him yelling and belittling me always continued onto the sidewalk and always ended with me forcing him in a cab. Never in my life did I think that I would be in a verbally abusive relationship, but after the last time it happened in November 2019, we called the relationship quits, partially because I felt I was one episode away from being hit by this man. Okay, let's underline that. Wow. You Fast forward, felt yeah. you were one episode away from being assaulted by this man. Yeah, that All is. Right. Keep going. Dark. Keep going. Fast forward through the last three years of COVID, and we've kept in touch through text and having dinner every three to six months. <sighs> Why, you ask, do I allow an abusive man access to my life? Yes, Why? I do ask. I do. Why do any of us do stupid things? 
It was COVID. I was lonely. He's super bright, and I still liked his company. Now for the dilemma, D-I-L-E-M-A. Yeah. By the way, I'm not even getting on people for their spelling, except that there is red under this. You know what I mean? (laughs) You get the wavy lines telling you. In September, he fell down the stairs and suffered a major injury to his brain and body. Oh, my Lord. You know what? He was put into a coma in the ICU for two months and has now spent the last four months in a rehabilitation hospital learning how to rewalk, eat, wash himself, shave, everything. Mm-hmm. I did not know any of this happened, so he had just stopped replying to my texts and only found out in December. I went to see him once at the rehab hospital wearing my Burberry puffer trench and Prada ski sweater. Excuse me. <laughs> but I'm obsessed. I actually, any, any criticism I had about this letter so far about the um, – about or whatever allowing or the dilemma or the yours honey you've made it all up to me oh my god also i'm just imagining it almost has a um private benjamin or legally blonde element in that like someone coming into a space just like fully you know dressed to the nines and it's like completely ma'am this is a rehabilitation hospital oh because part (laughs) of her also wanted to be like yeah i'm doing well (laughs) you know what i mean yeah she's like (laughs) So you came out of a coma? Yeah. Cool, yeah. Things are going great for me, too. <laughs> uh, totally. <laughs> totally. I love it. Burberry puffer trench and Prada ski sweater, excuse me, but the full care package full of all the foods I knew he loved. And he was a changed human. He still talked only about himself for the most part. From a, Okay, so that's okay. Really changed. <laughs> but he clearly suffered a brain injury and is not well. I enjoyed my visit and spending the time with him. I'm sorry. I'm not la- <laughs> laughing at a brain injury. No, of course it, you're not. He was a changed human. Except then it was all the same. He was a narcissist, but he clearly had a brain injury. I don't know if we describe a brain injury as being a changed human. No, you see what I'm I saying? don't like, We don't a cause. We don't describe like, you know, an assault to the frontal lobe as someone. He's really turned over a new leaf. Really changed the for the injury. better here. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's <laughs> That's not how it is. No. When I got back, I told some girlfriends that I plan on going back, and they have forbade me from going back, reminding me that he is an abuser and is not a good human being. I feel so bad abandoning him when he needs people in this tough time. What am I to do? I don't know if I can just cut all ties. I need some advice. I feel so guilty in my heart and brain heart just thinking it. Okay. I feel so guilty and my heart and brain hurt. Not heart. Again, this is the blue squigglies. But just remember, Brian. Going into the rehab hospital with a Burberry puffer trench and a Prada ski sweater. You're right. You're right. You're right. Thank you for that. I feel so guilty in my heart and brain hurt just thinking it through. Help. Looking for some of your cunning and contemplative advice. Cunning. Cunning. I know. Can you imagine? We're like, uh, go there and (laughs) gaslight him. Go there. You're 15 years younger. Go there. Tell him you're your daughter. You're his daughter. Completely. Demand all of his money. Confuse the hell out of him. Cunning. A million thank yous in advance from a very confused woman who should know better. Please don't use my name, but I'm a longtime chip subscriber and avid fan who does all the Instagram follows. Hope you have a wonderful day. You bring such light into my day. Thank you. Okay. Whoo! I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this because I need to hear Rana's take on this. Rana is going to, I mean, I'm only guessing that Rana is going to really take this person to task and the guy in the coma to task, to be honest. Yes, absolutely. And I got to say this, just because something, I don't believe that... (sighs) Just because something horrible has happened to you doesn't make you a good person. Absolutely. It just doesn't. Yeah. It sucks that that happened, obviously. But like. Brian, stop it. Stop it. Don't do it. You know Rana doesn't like when you answer on the free feed. Okay. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. Patreon.com slash ask Rana. Okay. 
You got to follow at Naomi Paragon everywhere. You got to go listen. It's to not at therapy. Naomi Paragon because that would oh, make a lot more sense. Oh my sense. god, it's Black Dress on Twitter. Black Dress comedy on Instagram. Come to Instagram. We all know Twitter's not really doing it. This is where people have alt accounts talking about sleeping with their exes. I don't <laughs> know where you friends. can't see Naomi. You can hear her on Couples Therapy. You can watch her on several Netflix specials, including one with David Letterman. What? But also, you're so – tell us. You tell us. <laughs> well, as always, come visit us because Couples Therapy drops the same day as Ask Rana. So make, so a make it a one-two punch. It, okay? Absolutely. We both had the, do you know we, had the, we both had Daniel Schneider episodes the same day? Are you serious? Yes, and we had recorded hers like before the holiday, but we took a holiday break. So that we is been sitting on it, and they both hilarious. dropped on that Tuesday. Amazing. The, the Danielle battle. I know, Battle of the Daniels, but every Tuesday you can come check out I Love a Lifetime movie podcast where we recrap crazy movies Brian has visited, you know, in my stead. It's so fun. That's on Thursdays. Uh, Check out my half hour on Netflix. We got to get those views up, okay? Also, That's My Time with David Letterman where I do a five-minute set and do a little interview with him. So these are just fun moments. If you're saying, I want to hear her yelling. You want to see her deliver some lines? You go right over to Mythic Quest. Apple TV, baby. Three seasons on there now, right? Three seasons on there right now. What can't she do? Bless you. Well, Naomi, I absolutely love you. I'm thrilled for your love with Andy. And um, what is the name of your solo next special again? Or do we just search your name? It's in, called, in... you can search my name, but it's called okay. The Standups is the series, okay. right? right? It's okay, about right. half hours. Yeah. So okay, The Standups. So do that or search your name and follow her on all the things. And um, what a what a wonderful time I had that I will absolutely forget about once we hang out. Absolutely. We'll never speak again. It's like never. we haven't made any inroads whatsoever. Never. I will just, um, I might do a little, um, uh, slip a little Xanax into the DJ's drink and play Taylor Swift at your wedding. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, great. So we're going to have to make sure someone has an eye on you all night. (laughs) All right. I'll call the planner. Say this one's a wild card. That's right. I love you, Naomi. I really do. You're the greatest. Have a good one. Bye. Kiss. Kiss. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.